everyone. Welcome back to the In the Round podcast. You got Matt and Tyler. What's up, y'all? Hanging out with you. And uh, real quick, want to tell you all about our friends at Trailside CBD Emporium. Our boy Andrew and his team will meet all your CBD, hemp, and Delta 8 THC needs. We got some more samples in recently, and I'll tell you what, Tyler, they are freaking awesome. I know you've been enjoying them well. Yeah, I've been enjoying those gummies he gave us, man. They, at night, whenever I'm having trouble sleeping, they put me right to sleep. Oh, dude, they are great. So what you guys can do, y'all can go on. They got flour, they got cartridges, they got edibles, they got oils, they got... It all. You can go to trailsidecbd.com. Use promo code ITR at checkout. That's trailsidecbd.com. Promo code ITR for 20% off your purchase. You can also find them on Insta at trailsidecbd and Facebook. Also, Tyler, real quick before we get to this episode with our buddy Cameron Marlowe, we have got our first writer's round back at Live Oak going down tomorrow. So excited. We have got some great friends on there. We got our boy Sam Barga on there. We got Ben Chapman on there. We got Stephanie Nash on there. We got our boy Drew Green, Hunter Jordan. We got a lot of good, talented people. So if y'all are in Nashville listening to this on the release day of this episode with our good buddy Cameron Marlowe, y'all make sure to get your asses over to Live Oak for tomorrow night's round. Yeah, make sure you get out there really early. We got very limited capacity. We're still trying to follow all the health guidelines and stuff like that. So if you want a guaranteed seat, get out there early. It starts at... Starts at 7 o'clock. At Live Oak Bar. Make sure you get out there early. Reserve your spot. And uh, hell yeah, now without further ado, it's our conversation. Really enjoyed this one. He uh, He's our first label act that we have had on the podcast, which is pretty freaking cool. Uh, big fan of his music. Y'all sit back and enjoy this one. It's our good buddy, Mr. Cameron Marlowe. What is up, everyone? Joining us now, we have got our good buddy, Mr. Cameron Marlowe. Cameron, how the hell are you doing? I'm good, man, other than my broken yeah, what wrist, the, man. What happened? <laughs> Tell, set the scene for us. You got, you got this big black cast on your arm. What the hell happened? All right, it's rainy. I'm down on Broadway. I'm on a bird scooter, completely sober. Worst part about it is completely <laughs> sober. I daggum, I hit a pothole no bigger than, I don't even know, like the heel of my boot side. I mean, it really was, it was a small <laughs> pothole. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got that. No, I'm going about 15 miles an hour down the hill on Broadway and just eat shit right in yeah. front of everybody. Dude, dude. So, yeah, we've we've yeah. we've been there. I've I've seen Boudreaux fall. You didn't see me fall. There was nobody around except for this one guy. Whenever I fell, and he asked me if you if I was okay, and I like looked down and was like, "Yeah, man, I'm fine." Like the whole like pride thing took over. But I was dude, that's in, what it is, man. That's what I was it is. in Columbus, Ohio, and we Ohio State has like their emblem in a diamond, and the diamond sank into the sidewalk. And I just went over the handlebars, knee hit the handlebars. I caught myself with my hand and like broke kind of like right there that like between your wrist and your thumb like that and like really sprained my wrist. The bad part was the venue that night. Like my knee was like all banged up. The venue that night between the, the stage was up a level of stairs and then the green room to the stage was like three levels of stairs. So I was just having to constantly do stairs <laughs> it was with kind, a bum knee. I, I knew he was hurting. I'm, I'm over there in Merch Land just setting up. And it was, I mean, watch, watching him him move, he's a bigger dude. You can, you can notice when he's moving, but he's moving very slow. <laughs> so what what was the um, diagnosis? What what exactly did they say? Is it the hand, the wrist? It was the wrist. I think it was the scaphoid is what it was scaphoid? called. Scaphoid? Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but I had to get a pen in. I just got out of surgery. Finally got the cast today, but... 
Yeah, man, it's, it's been a struggle. <laughs> then kind of like you, man, I rolled off the ground so quick. I had to pick my pride up real yeah. fast. <laughs> Luckily for me, I was only going like six or seven miles an hour because I was literally like 10 yards from where I had to be. So I was like slowing down about to park it. Oh, man, that's the worst. I literally, whenever I got up, I literally like put it two feet on the side and parked it and was done. And then they started walking out of Chipotle so I was I was coming to a stop anyways. See me, I was kind of far from my destination, so I had to pick my pride up and then still ride a scooter with a broken wrist, knowing this thing is broke. Where, 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 where were you coming from? Where were you going? So I was coming from Broadway, or no, I was coming from Red Door, okay, and then was heading down to Broadway just to have some drinks with some yeah. buddies, and I just catching up with some people, and for some reason we were going down the hill. Yeah, they, the those city. scooters can be wild, man. I've ridden them. I didn't know about them until I came down here from New York, and then. It seemed like the like within the last two years at the max there were like twelve scooter companies here at one time. Sure. There were there was there was the Lime scooter, the Bird scooter, the Bolt scooter, the Lyft scooter, yeah, the Uber yeah. scooter, the the there were all kinds of different yeah, scooters just so everywhere. Turbos. And you see people wrecking all the time on them. But I'm I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad it's just the wrist <laughs> and nothing else. And it's crazy though how it happens whenever you're completely sober. Because I have definitely <laughs> rode a I have oh, rode dude, one yeah, of those for sure. <laughs> Like blackout drunk, five miles home from Whiskey Jam one time. So I remember that. I remember that. I woke up the next morning, like looked at my bank account, and it was like lime. And I was like, "What?" And I looked out my window, and there's a scooter. And I was like, "Oh, that's how I got home last night." It happens. How long you been living in Nashville? Oh, about two years now. All right, same. It'll be two years for me in October. So you're originally from North Carolina, the Charlotte area, Kannapolis, right? Yep, home of Dale Earnhardt. Home Dillon, so you're a big NASCAR guy. I wouldn't say I'm huge, but yeah, I follow. Okay, hell yeah, that's awesome, bro. That's where, like a lot of the teams have their home base, like yeah. their garage. Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, I've noticed that. And for this year, they were basing the NASCAR stuff around like how close are the tracks to Charlotte? It's funny people <laughs> don't people don't realize that Charlotte is like the epicenter oh, yeah. and stuff. So for you, for for Carolina schools, college basketball, and college, are you a big sports guy? I'm a, I'm a big Kansas City Chiefs fan. Kansas, uh, and okay. I love Carolina well, Tar Heels. I know this will be we're. This will be airing like a couple weeks from now, but you all have a big game tonight. Dude, we have a humongous game, big and I'm a little tonight. nervous about it. I'm not going to lie, because yeah. we have not been showing up in the first half of the games here in the past two, and Lamar Jackson, he's damn good, man. Yeah, <laughs> he really yeah, is. Yeah. But Patrick Mahomes is badass did, as well. Did you guys match up with them last year? What do you mean? The, the Ravens. Did you yeah, guys yeah, match we, up with them? We because them because I don't, we beat them twice in a row now. Because I don't think, did you guys, because was it, I think the Titans played the Chiefs in the conference. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that game. <laughs> 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 I won't get into that. <laughs> but, 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 but I'm just saying, like, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes are these the, the premier two of these, yeah, these top quarterbacks now with the, these guys that can run and just make things happen. Yeah, and, of course, you guys being the defending champs. That had to be pretty cool. See Kansas City win a Super Bowl? Oh, man. It was a blast. I mean, I couldn't. It's been I don't even know how many years since we've even had a shot at the Super Bowl. Yeah. So like yeah, last year it was it was it was a big win. How how um North Carolina boy, how how do you become a Kansas City Chiefs fan? What's so, I know there's a story there, there for is, that man, to happen. There is. So my uncle, um, he lost his mom, I guess six or seven years ago now. And I've always been a Carolina Panther fan, been very loyal over there. And when he lost his mom, that was the last member of the family that followed the Chiefs with him. So he had nobody to follow the Chiefs with him. And uh my family, we we're really tight knit, really close. So we decided to just kind of circle around him and just cheer cheer on the Chiefs with him. And then it just became a thing. Every Sunday, we have this ritual now where we have moonshine cherries at every game. Okay. And so every touch, every Kansas City touchdown, 
We take a moonshine cherry. So it's just become it's this thing, man. That, that, that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's a dangerous team to be playing a game like exactly. that with because you, y'all are scoring a lot. We are, man. It's, <laughs> when we got an offense like that, yeah, we have a good time. We can say that. <laughs> Hell yeah. So coming coming from, I'm guessing the Kannapolis, a pretty small town, I'm going to guess. So coming from Kannapolis to Nashville, what was that experience like for you? Man, yeah, it's a big change. Uh, I, I live out near Donaldson area, uh, kind of near the airport. So it's a little slower over there. But yeah, man, Nashville's full speed all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It's it's definitely different. Yeah, dude. And I mean, it's it's crazy because even in the two years that you and I have been here, Boudreaux's been here for like seven, I think. I think it's a little over seven years. Yeah, it's that he's a little been bit here. over seven now. Just even in, within two years, just how much the city has grown. I, I agree, man. The traffic, dude. <laughs> yep. The traffic in two years has and been I, freaking ridiculous. I thought coming down south, I wasn't going to hit as much traffic. I'm like, Atlanta and Charlotte, those are like the traffic hubs. And I get here, and I'm like, it's bumper to bumper. I'm like, damn, man. Yeah, man. And 40, trying to get home on 40, dude. I don't even want to get hey, there. At least 440 <laughs> is finally done. Yeah. You know, at least <laughs> as far as road work. Because yeah, I know that was I first years moved in the here, They were doing 40 construction from the North Carolina border to the uh, Arkansas border, <laughs> and dude, it was just brutal. Like yeah. Nashville was under construction for forty for like it seemed like four years. Oh, shit. The yeah, first yeah, four years I was here, that's wild, man. But no, that's a good area to be living in out by the airport. That's that's kind of no, kind of man. That's not. It's not. Why not? <laughs> I'm right next to the airport, so every morning about five a.m., daggum airplanes. You're like, you're like, you're, you're like Gary like, Allen. You're just sitting there watching airplanes. Yeah, there you go. Basically. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah, they wake me up every morning about over it. <laughs> it, could be, it could be like a loud train or something, like my cousin Vinny or something like yeah, that, where the could. train's just going going and ragging on you. So 2020 been been a crazy year. Obviously, yeah. we got all this coronavirus stuff going on. We've got all kinds of craziness going on. But but for you, man, music's been going pretty dang good, huh? <laughs> it has, man. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, man. I signed my deal. Congratulations uh, on that, Columbia, man. man. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, man. And this it's been it's been a whirlwind because, I, like, I never really thought I was going to get into music. I didn't really have any – not that I didn't have a, des- a desire. It was more of a – I didn't think that it was possible. Like, I didn't realize people wrote songs. What did you kind of uh, What did you think you were going to get into? Oh, I thought I was going to sell car parts for the rest of my life, man. <laughs> That's what I was doing. And in my town, I figured that it would just – I would do that till I died. I don't know. But uh, it's, I mean, it's been really just a blessing, man. I, just to be able to wake up every morning and be able to do what I love. And, yeah, I'm, I'm – I'm stoked about it, man. I'm ex- I'm stoked for what's to come in 2021. Oh, dude, I can't even imagine <laughs> like like the and to have the kind of traction you've had off of um off of giving you up and and burning down, badass, bro. Thank you, man. It's it's really it's really cool to cool to watch and to have you hanging out with us too. Big shout out to to your fam at AMG. They Thank they you. hit us up and it's it's dope to have you here, oh, man. Man, I appreciate we, it. We Thank love we love having it. So backing up, how'd you first get into music? When was the first time that you caught yourself kind of singing? Were you a growing up singing in church kind of guy? Yeah, or man. I grew up singing in church, uh, just like a lot of people in country music. Uh, and then after that, I mean, I obviously still go to church and everything, but after that, I just kind of. I went and started playing in bars just to make a little side cash. I didn't really know what to do. I mean, I was just trying to fill my truck up because I was not paying that well. <laughs> I was still at the low level down there. And uh, I just was, yeah, man, I was, honestly, I really didn't know what to do with it. I just wanted to play music. And I, I knew I enjoyed it. That was my favorite part of the week was the Friday and Saturday. I got to go out and sit on a stool and play for somebody. So that just kind of led to, I guess, writing songs. And then I went through a breakup. And so I... One day I was sitting at work and uh, ended up getting a call for the for the voice. Did the whole voice thing, man, and uh, met a bunch of songwriters. They were kind of teaching me like what songwriting really was, and I knew that that's what I wanted to do. I didn't know how to do it, 
but I knew that was what I wanted to do. So I kept coming back and forth from Kannapolis to Nashville and just meeting people. How, how like long? That. How long of a drive is that? Six and a half. And I'm hours. sure you've got it down to a T. Oh, now. dude, I know. I know every turn. <laughs> it is easy. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's like three turns. It's not that bad. But uh, yeah, I kept coming back and forth between Nashville and here and. Finally, one day, I got linked up with Sony ATV Publishing, and I uh, met a guy down there, and he hooked me up with a manager at the time. Uh, our, it didn't work out, but uh, ended up meeting my manager now, Caitlin, and she has been absolutely amazing, and everything from then on has just been boom, 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 right after the other. I mean, it, it really yeah. has, it, and it's been quick, man, so it's been a whirlwind to just kind of step into this lifestyle. and Yeah, have you gotten to do much time out on the road yet? Because I know you've been here for two years, um, and this year seems like the year when musically shit's popping <laughs> off. Like, things are happening, yeah. and obviously we can't go out and do a, do a lot of shows. Yeah. So what, what's that What's that been like? Like, have you been hankering to get out there and play in oh, front of man, people? Oh, man, it's been so frustrating. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I miss playing shows because before all this, when we were playing shows all the time, and I love it. I mean, that's what I live for is to be on stage and be able to perform for people and the fact that people pay their hard-earned like money to come see live music and to come see me play, I mean, it, it's a dream. I mean, it really is. So I, I just miss being out on the road and being able to get where's, that to Where's them. the wildest place you've gone? <laughs> oh, or play, I, or, 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 well, that's too. No, we'll I, two, I, got, I think okay. I got okay. it. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's, uh, I cannot remember this town name, but it's a little small town in Pennsylvania. And it, I'm country. I mean, I really, I, I ain't going to back that up, but I mean, this place was the country's place I think I'd ever been. And I remember the first thing this guy told me when I walked into this bar, he was like, hey, man, you ain't from around here, are you? I said, no, sir. Dude. I'm not. <laughs> he was, well, listen to this. <laughs> he was like, well, we don't really have a law enforcement around here, so just watch your back. And that's all he said. <laughs> and he went back to drinking his beer. So I go set my equipment up. And that just kind of sat and stood around in my mind yeah. for the rest of the set. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm ready to get I've, out of I've, this I've, I've had that a lot being a Yankee touring with a touring, touring with two boys from Alabama. I've had that a lot. <laughs> that's the, funny. We, uh, we had a show. We played in southwest Indiana. And we walked into like this pawn shop. And this woman goes, y'all ain't from around here. Y'all ain't got that smell. It turns out she was blind. And she oh, knew shoot. she knew from like our smell that we weren't from that town. She goes, I know everybody's smelling this hometown and you ain't got a smell. And I was like, damn. That's what, small what town USA like stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious now. Do I smell yeah. like pecans or something? Uh, I, I smell like Marlboro Lights, but that's just me. But um, but yeah, Pennsylvania's pretty pretty country. People don't realize that. And oh, yeah. uh, we got good friends up there. I'm sure you're familiar with them, the Ray's Rowdy crew. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nikki T. I was actually over them. So I got my the first tattoo of my life. See, you got a couple. Oh, yeah. I got this tattoo over the week. First tattoo of my life. I never really? thought I would get one, but I was up there and I got one and leave it to a bunch of Yinzers from Pittsburgh and all these pencil tucky, <laughs> crazy backwards country people that's to, to end up getting get me tattooed and stuff. But so, um, what is what's... so that's my sobriety date. I've been gotcha, so man. been sober from alcohol for for four and a half years now. That's and awesome, uh, man. so a, a guy named Mike Stoll was up there and he was just doing doing tattoos for people at, at a really reasonable rate. And so now I'm like hooked. Now I want I've oh, had, yeah. when people say you get you get hooked on tattoos. Now I want like the I want like lyrics here. I want this there. I want like I'm oh, yeah, gonna build it, man. It didn't hurt at all actually. If That's I, great. Like, I, now I'm now I get how many tattoos you got? So I see you got a few. I see you got a few on the arm. So I mean, this arm continues all the way down. <laughs> I think I got over twenty now. Uh, this one I have one that's on my wrist. I just got brand new. And you talk about hurting, man. Like. You're that, right there down on the wrist, but yeah, like see, mine my, comes down a little further. Mine was just Ooh. these little numbers, so that's the thing. I haven't got – I hear that, like, the shading and, like, the filling in is what really kills you. I feel like the outline's worse. The outline's worse? Yeah, because I feel like they got to go deeper and harder. So, I think that – yeah, it probably hurt a little bit, man. 
But yeah, that one that's on my wrist. I just got it not too long ago. Man, good lord. I ain't gonna lie. Now speaking of hurting, and this is where Boudreaux might Boudreaux and I had a similar experience to this. Your hot chicken video with Tia. <laughs> oh god. Oh, here we go. One one how did how did that come to be? Because that, that was that was a funny video. I no, watched that. I, I enjoyed that the, those segments. That was funny. That no, was good stuff. I enjoyed making that video and I enjoy hanging out with Tia. I mean, she's absolutely awesome. <laughs> yeah. But dude. I'm not. A, I'm really just a wuss when it comes to spicy food. I, it gives me heartburn. I can't do it. It makes me not be able to sing, so I just stay away from it. And they decided to throw that on me, and Lord, I thought I was going to die the next morning, dude. I had acid reflux like nobody's you, you, business. You made, you made the biggest mistake, though. You, All right, uh, let me yeah, tell you. He can tell so you this. When Matt went first, first time Matt ever went and ate hot chicken with me, I said, there's one rule of hot chicken. Don't use your hands. And if you use your hands, there's a B side of this rule, and it's don't touch your face. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I made that mistake. Yes, I touched myself yeah. right yeah. in the eye, and it was done. Yeah, dude, I, I went see, the rest of the time. I, I went and had, um, had hot chicken, and Tyler and I used to, um, used to bounce at Whiskey Row together down oh, on Broadway. Gotcha. So I was at the door checking IDs. It was like a Monday night. Thankfully, it was kind of slow in like the off season, but he was kind of watching me because he knew that I, I was going to screw this up. And like he told me the one rule, don't touch I, I, I shit I shit you not. Like two hours into the shift, I, I go and I rub my eye, and I'm just sitting up there tearing because when you're checking IDs, you can't really go anywhere. You're the yeah. door guy. You're the one guy that can't move um, when you're doing security. And I just remember it burning like hell for a little while. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, that was, it was a fun time, though. I enjoyed it. But I, mixing hot chicken with alcohol, I mean, we were, I ain't gonna lie, man, we, we had a couple drinks before and yeah. then did yeah, that. Yeah, it makes it worse. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Mouth is my, my key is to get it on a sandwich because the bread kind of cools it down a little bit. And there's some places that do it where you can get like a Cuban or like a like a hot chicken sandwich, ah. and you can get a little bit lighter. If you got to go southern with no sauce on it, just the dry fried chicken, don't be ashamed. I have friends that do that too. You know, I I can't go all the way hot. I tried oh, that no. once, and I was hurting for a couple days. I just don't understand the people. I mean, maybe some people can explain it to me, but I just don't understand people that like to eat it that hot and then just sit in pain. Where'd you like, get <laughs> Where'd you get it from? Party foul. Which okay. I love Party Foul. Yeah, Party Foul is good. Have you ever tried Prince's? Oh, yeah. I love Prince's Dude. chicken. But I actually, their mild is hot as shit. Yes. yes. I mean, it is they're, they're stupid the, hot. They're Dude, the OG. I, I've, like, tried their mild, and I literally, like, had to walk up to the counter, like, pride in my hand and be like, yo, I need a glass of milk, like, <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, they don't mess around with the hot chicken stuff. So come from Carolina, barbecue, huh? Barbecue, man. If you yes, could, sir. if you could get your um, if you're going to say like Martin's or Edley's in one of the places in town, you you no, you don't even mess not, with it. I don't mess with any barbecue restaurants around here. I don't know why. Okay. Maybe it's just I, I'm grew up around my home, yeah. like barbecue joint. So like no barbecue, yeah. I guess can compare. So to that. there's a big divide in North Carolina. Which sauce are you? Oh, I'm vinegar based. Okay, for sure. So there's not really a good vinegar based around oh, here. No, no, no. I mean, there's some good mustard based around. Yeah, here. yeah. But if you're a vinegar guy, they yeah, don't cut. I mean, you can't really find it. Yeah, no, and it's it's, it's a pretty yeah. North Carolina thing. Yeah, no, Carolina barbecue is a big is a big thing. I got family out in East Tennessee, and yeah. we'll go over the border into like Asheville and yeah, like yeah, yeah. that that upper part of 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 North Carolina, and uh, barbecue is is big time. Man. Oh yeah, man, y'all like your barbecue, and y'all love your sweet tea. We love our sweet and- tea. We love our sun drop. We yes. love our cheer wine. Yes, cheer wine. Yes, cheer wine. He got me into that beginning of um, beginning of quarantine. Him and I were up in Delaware, bunkered down for about ten weeks. I we we bounced around quite a bit during uh, all this coronavirus stuff. Yeah. 
and he brought a uh, case of cheer wine, and we were drinking that. So. That changed your life. It, it did. That was my first time having it, and it was awesome, dude. Something else good. the great state of North Carolina gives us for late night munchies is cookout. Yeah, cookout, bro. Uh, yeah, cookout is a damn sure. game changer. It is, man. I don't understand anybody don't like cookout. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, don't I don't understand either. why cookout isn't all over the damn country. I actually thought it was. I didn't even yeah, know. It's, no, it's yeah, not. It's, it's a Carolina wow. Southern thing. It's it's awesome. It saves lives in Midtown. That's for oh, damn sure. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, so, that's for so, sure. So talk more about music and stuff, man. Yeah, man. Um, so for you, coming from a small town in North Carolina and coming to Nashville then and doing co-writing, what was that What was that experience like? Because I've heard from for a lot of small town folks, it's tough. Like when you're the only one in your area doing it yourself and then having to collaborate and songwriting is so vulnerable. Like you got to open up to yeah. people about, about your stuff. Yeah, what was man. that like for you? So for me, I was writing songs a lot by myself before I got a deal or anything like that. So I was trying to figure it out. I mean, really, I'm, a, I'm still figuring it out, but going into the co-write, it's such an awkward thing because you, you sit down and you throw your ideas out there and well, first off, you don't even know each other at all. I mean, who were, usually who were, who were your first co-writers in town? Do you remember your first, first co-writers? Right? Gosh, I don't know. I've written so many songs this year. I cannot remember. <laughs> My first... Shoot, I don't or know. Or one that comes to mind, like, early on. Uh, it you was Ray Fulcher and Dan Isabel were one okay. of my closest ones, or <laughs> firstest not, ones. That's not, not, a bad, not a bad early no, call, right? No, man, no, no, not at all. I mean, and we wrote a song called Tequila Talking, and it is one of my favorite songs that's going to be coming out, and I'm so excited about that song. I mean, it really... And that was a good one because I knew Ray a little bit, and I knew Dan a little bit before, so it kind of, like, took that weird edge off where yeah. you don't know the person but the more you do it the more you're able to just kind of like fit into the mold and fit into the room and understand each other but yeah man it's it's kind of hard to just open up to like a random new person about like a random idea that you came up with because yeah. you don't want to sound like an idiot i mean nobody ever does yeah and then how's zoom writing been because i'm sure you've been doing quite a bit of that and i've heard mixed reviews i've heard guys like ray say that they that they like it and the industry kind of kind of messed up because now they're showing that hey we don't have to leave our house we can still work we don't got to go to 16th avenue we can yeah. we can hang out at home well i'll say this i think over zoom i wrote probably 30 or 50 between that range somewhere in there and uh i think i got two good songs out of the whole thing. Okay. And I felt like I wasted a lot of titles. So with that, I just told my publisher, so, I was so like, are you a, So are you a vibes guy? Are yeah. you like the oh, yeah. vibe of the I room love being kind in of a room. I love to, I don't know. There's something special about being in a room and really just laying your heart out on the line and writing a song that means something. Yeah. No, ab- absolutely. And I mean, there's, a, I mean, there's so many different ways to go back. I personally am not a songwriter. I got no musical bone in my body. I, I love, I love being around the industry and all that. I got no bone in my body, but it seems like it's there's so much more where it's like organic when you're in a room as opposed to Absolutely. Zoom. I've heard that it's more forced, you know. Yeah, the Zoom thing, man. The only thing about it is there's that awkward silence. <laughs> like you, you just kind of stare at each other on a screen, and like in a room, you could kind of feel like what's going on. But like the awkward silence over the computer, it just stresses me out to be honest with you i'm like did i say something wrong i don't know yeah especially if you don't know the people yeah exactly did you have some of those where it was i I had like 20 first time rights with people and i felt so bad oh my gosh i feel terrible about it because i know that it was terrible on my end so i hope hopefully (laughs) they'll come back and write with me again but no i'm I'm sure (laughs) i'm sure they will and that's the thing i feel like everybody that had a had a right to especially first timers like first time with other people like with other people or whatever should try to set one up in person because I feel like that in person one's going to be a lot better. Oh yeah, than the than the over the computer over the phone screen and stuff. Yeah, man. Hell yeah! So your first your first time coming to Nash. What was your um when you went out? 
question that we sometimes like to ask. What was the first night you don't remember in Nashville? Oh, shoot. This is a fun one. We haven't asked this one in a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. Um, I think it was the Post Malone. I hadn't really had many of those nights, but it was at the Post Malone concert. It went to Post Malone. That's awesome. Dude, I did get a okay. I'm a big Post Malone fan. I really am. Post is amazing. He is, man. He's great. Yeah, he's a one-of-a-kind dude, you know? <laughs> he's changing the whole game. I yeah, am dude. convinced that he is Hank Williams Jr.'s son. <laughs> they, they, I saw some about that. I, I, don't don't know know about I mean, this is the year of conspiracy theories, so yeah. <laughs> but no, man, I... Yeah, I drank my ass off. I really did. Were you da- did you stay downtown for that one? Are you a big Broadway guy? No, no, I'm not a Broadway guy. I like Midtown. It's chill. Yeah, um, I stick. Yeah, I'll stick to Winners and Losers and Red Door. And I might make it down to Tin Roof and Doghouse every once in a while, but that's about as far as I go down yeah. the line. But yeah, I mean, I I drank my ass off that night, and I I don't even remember getting an Uber home. I who, I just remember the next day I woke up hungover as shit in my bed, still in yeah. my clothes. Who who were you out with? I was actually out with my manager, so that's all. Oh her. hell yeah! That, that's how you know you got a good team around you. If y'all can go and have a good time, see him. That was at Bridgestone, right? Yeah, it Bridgestone, was Bridgestone Arena. See him post Malone in a damn arena, and then going out to the bars <laughs> after. That's how you know you got the right oh, crew yeah. around you. Oh yeah, it was hell a good yeah. time. That's that's chemistry right there. That's freaking awesome. How long ago was that? Was that like when you first moved here? No, oh, I don't even know. Shoot, it's probably about. Yeah, eight eight months ago or something like that. It was early. It was before the coronavirus, but it was right before. Yeah, were you were you out like touring and stuff heavily before like when when all this stuff hit in March? Like where were you? What what was going what was going on in your life musically we were, during? For like, me, I was mostly hit? writing songs. Uh, I kind of took a break from the touring thing. We were figuring out our uh, booking agency and everything at that time. So uh, we had dropped the old booking agency and then decided to move on with William Morris and then. So we were putting a tour together, and then we were the day before like coronavirus like really hit. We were supposed to go out with Leonard Skinner for my first arena day. Bro, oh, oh yeah. man, bro, we're all sitting at a bar and we're what like we're so excited about it, man. The whole band's around and everything like that. And then we get a text message that Leonard Skinner uh, backed out of the concert because of coronavirus, and we were oh, it was it was a bad day. But hopefully, I think we uh, rescheduled the date, so we'll still get to do that next what's year. Your, what's your favorite Skinner song? Oh man, Free Bird. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, that's, <laughs> I guess that's <laughs> the hundred dollar I mean, Broadway song. I mean, really? I mean, it is though. I mean, yeah. it's such a well written song. I mean, it, eh, it's not well written, but it's awesome. It's, yeah. it's have you awesome. have you have you seen them live before? Yeah. Oh yeah. They're awesome. Yeah, that, I mean, that what? I mean, you're you're how old are you? You're twenty three. Twenty three. Twenty three years old, about to go out and do an arena with freaking Leonard Skinner. Yeah, man. That's pretty freaking cool. That's that's dope, dude. I appreciate that. Damn. Man. Freaking Leonard Skinner. It's been a wild year. Who, who have you been out with on the road? Because I'm guessing you've done some opening. opening uh, we slots. did some Travis Denning stuff. And uh, other than that, not really anybody. We just kind of did our own clubs tours and stuff like so that. So this was going to be the big year to really get yeah, out there. Yeah, really. And it it's was, like that man. for so many people. You know, I've, I've heard that from so many guys and girls in, in town that 20, like they had like what they had planned for the summer and even now for the fall. Like it's just yeah. crazy. We were it's only able to get a few months in. It is all up in the air, man, but I can't wait till we're all able to get back out there and sure. like just get after. Where's the place you've been looking forward to go? Ooh, man, I want to, honestly, I kind of want to go overseas some. I mean, that's like long term, yeah, like yeah, dream yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, I guess short term, I definitely want or I, uh, I definitely want to play in uh, California. I want to see California and all that and play those it's, places. And- the West Coast is different, man. It's a whole different vibe. Yeah. It caught me off guard, like, because I'm so used to go, 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 go. And I'm yeah. very, like, ADD. Like, I always got to be doing something. Yeah. Kelly, they're, like, just chill. I hear you. Not, like, Southern chill, but, like, another kind of just chill. Yeah. Which is cool. But I am most excited to go to Texas. Like, I want to Texas. Go to Texas is going to so like bad. you, dude. Texas, I love Texas is fun. Man. 
It's great. Have you had? Have you been out? So you have you been out? So you have been out there? No, I, I'm going out there first show in like a couple weeks. Doing some where, shows. Where at in Texas? Uh, Lufkin. Lufkin. Okay. Yeah. So, so I've been very excited. Man. So lucky for you, Boudreaux over there. He is a Texas aficionado. I have Texas Crocs over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally, yeah. Like literally, you could, you could see him. He's got like Texas Crocs. He's got the Texas thing on the hat. Yeah, he's, he's he's out in Texas all the time. So two things you gotta hit if you haven't hit him already. Okay, or if you've never hit him before, have you been to a Bucky's? Have you no. ever heard of Bucky's? I've heard of them, but I have never so been. It's, in one. it's a Walmart sized gas station oh, that shit. you can get yeah. anything from a deer blind <laughs> to a sandwich to your clothes to a toothbrush to. I would say go anything. in with only a hundred dollars cash. Yeah, go in with yeah. Limit you yourself. You're gonna walk out with like a thousand dollars worth of stuff. <laughs> yeah, when when we're out on the road, it we it adds. You can ask Lee um, Lee about it. It adds like an extra forty minutes to wherever we're going because we'll spend like a half an hour, forty minutes in there, just my, wandering around. Yeah, oh yeah. My girlfriend and I uh, have been in there before for seriously two hours. <laughs> it's it's bigger than it's. It's honest to God, a Walmart sized gas station. It's so funny because and no trucks allowed. So yeah, like, and it's no all trucks. Just yeah, motor. no, oh, really? no yeah. truckers. Wow. So it's clean as can be. <laughs> the you know, bathrooms like if you ever have to wait for a stall in there, it's the apocalypse is happening, and everybody's just trying <laughs> yeah, to use dude, the bathroom. Dude, it, Buc- Bucky's is Bucky's is cool. And then have you had Whataburger before? You a big fast food guy? Well, so here's the dilemma I've had. So in Kannapolis, North Carolina, we got what's called Whataburger as well, but it's a completely different thing. So it looks like a little drive-in diner kind of deal. Versus what y'all's water or the Texas water yeah. burger is like, I guess it's a chain kind of thing. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a big freaking So until burger. last year, it was family owned still, but yeah, it's gotcha. a big chain. But so I'm very curious because I want to try both because water burger yeah. back home is like a staple. I mean, it really is. What you're going to like about it, it's their, uh, they're 24 hours. Oh, really? So you could go in there if you and the boys are going from, from one, one, uh, one gig to another and it's three o'clock in the morning, you see one, you can go right on in there. Oh, yeah. And, and the, uh, I don't know right now with Corona and all, but before Corona, the dining room is open 24 hours. So it's wow. like you yeah, don't have if, to go drive. Yeah, if you're if you're if you're running like a bigger vehicle yeah, out on yeah. the road, you don't got to worry about the drive throughs and awesome. stuff. And uh, yeah, it's, Texas is dope, man. They're, I'll say Bucky's get the chopped brisket versus the sliced brisket. At Bucky's, they have at, food there too. Oh, dude! Oh, dude! It's yeah. like a restaurant in there as well. No, it's like a walk up. Like you walk up, and there's just like twenty sandwiches waiting for somebody to grab. Man, for yeah, like chopped brisket, they, sliced brisket, smoked sausage. Every, everything. Everything's bigger in Texas, and I think you'll enjoy Texas. And they smoke all the like brisket and stuff in house. Man, so That's yeah, badass. they have. You, now, are you are you a big fan of the Texas? Like some of the guys that are coming out of Texas right oh, now, or some man. of the, like, Parker McCollum right now is probably one of my favorites coming out of Texas. I don't know why, man. I I just his music it, it's awesome. I love it, and I think that has some things to do with uh, John Randall as well, yeah. uh, his producer. And I mean, John is freaking great, man. I, I love it. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's crazy to think. I mean, for for so many years, there's been like this divide of like Nashville and Texas and this and that. But now it's starting. It's all starting to come together. I know, and, man. And guys like um, guys like Parker, guys like Chris Colston. Oh, Chris Colston, dude. They're He's bringing, freaking they're, amazing. They're Mike Ryan. The, Have you yes, heard Mike yeah, Ryan? Oh, yeah. yeah we, gosh, dude. And what's crazy is Mike Mike Ryan, one of the best one of the best damn writers out there. And then he comes to like the southeast, or he'll go up to the Midwest, and he'll be like the first opener on out of like three. And it's like this guy's selling out crazy things in like Texas and Oklahoma and like that. So it's just the the the, the it's weird to see that kind of divide and stuff. But I think guys like you are going to do really well in Texas, and you're obviously here in Nashville. So I yeah. think it's going to start crossing over. Which I would love really that, cool. man. Uh, I, I think that's awesome, dude. Because uh, yeah, it has been that way for a while. I mean, where Texas is just kind of there's been like a divide, but yeah, yeah. 
Sorry, I was kind no, of rambling. No, no, dude, no, dude, you're you're all good. So, um, so what have you got planned for for the rest of this year? Uh, for the rest of this year, I'm going to finish up my rights, and uh, we're going to work on our radio tour. So we're about to hit radio. Radio man. tour, okay. Yeah. So uh, going to start going out to radio. Uh, still picking the single, and then yeah. So hopefully in January is when we're going to have our ad date, and we're going to be playing oh, on mainstream. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude! You ready? Are you a morning person? All right, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get yeah, there, know. you know. One thing is that that's something that's cool to cool to cool to hear about and stuff. I I used to work on the radio side, yeah. so like I would see these guys or or girls come in early in the morning, and you could tell they they're because the Nashville clock is like noontime is like nine eight or nine a.m. <laughs> yeah, you know, everything just is. runs later. Like you you can have me like. We stay out late in this yeah. town. We party. It's a, it's a drinking town with a music problem. You know, like it's just a party. And then you go and you, you got to do like a like a six a.m., seven a.m. Or you got to go to the East Coast and you lose an hour. Yeah. Or you go out to the West Coast. That's gonna be cool for you, bro. Oh, dude, I can't wait, man. It's gonna be a blast, and I'm just excited. I mean, it's just a blessing to be able to have a song out and be able to put it to radio. So. Any, I'm I'm ready for anything. Yeah, and man. talk really talk am. talk about Columbia a little bit. You got a you're part of a pretty cool team oh, there. Man, there there's quite a few of y'all that are, are doing some big things right now. Yeah, man. Uh, I I mean I'm obviously in the shadow of Luke and Marin and uh, but man, I, I could not be more blessed to be on that team. I mean, everybody on that Sony team has been freaking incredible, and they respect my opinion, and they they really care about the artists on on the label, and I love them, man. They're they're really like family. Yeah, and some you and Luke obviously have in common, and a bunch of other people. North Carolina boys. Yeah, man. Everyone always talks about Georgia and Texas <laughs> and this and that. And two states that I think are coming up, Alabama's one of them. But North Carolina, there's a lot of y'all making some noise right now. I, I know. That's kind of wild. I didn't realize it was like that until I got here. And everybody's like, oh, you're from North Carolina? I was like, yeah. I, I didn't, thought it would be normal, but no. Yeah, man. It's been, it's been cool, though. I, I'm, there's some Carolina boys back home that I think are going to do big things yeah. once they get here. Oh, there's more boys coming. Who do you I got? I think so. Who do who do you got? Who do you um who do you got back home? Man, there's a guy named Travis Inslee, and he's got a cool voice, man. He really does, and I, I'm excited to see what he's what he's got going on. Oh, he's yeah. got an old '90s country sound, and I think, oh, I think yeah. he's going to rock. You a big '90s country guy? Oh yeah, man. Who are some of the guys you guys or girls you grew up cranking? Oh, George Strait, obviously, Alan Jackson, but I'm all, obviously, <laughs> but I'm honestly. Um, more of an 80s guy like i love the george Jones era i love the waylon jennings era. okay so I'm, I'm more i'm a little bit back old schools because that's what my grandpa like me and him hung out a lot i and mean we, that, we still do yeah but. and you think that impacts your writing and stuff because you, you, so, tell, you tell stories with your songs and that that's what i'm i, I just love that man I, I think songs should should tell stories i i, I think that's what's kind of missing right now from some songs out there. Uh, let's probably not air that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, no. No, yeah, no. I, I mean, there's when you, when you cross genres and stuff, and and with pop, there's a lot of like the beat and the yeah. melody and the and production cool. that matters oh, yeah, that a lot. Cool. Country for for the longest time was it was this stripped down like some a songwriter up there telling you about his or her life with their six string and a drum or something else with it. You know, that was country music. Yeah, it was man. simple. And it's it's the crossing of genres and stuff, you it know. Is. And that's the thing; Every, everybody's got their own cup of tea, Absolutely. which is what's Absolutely. cool. And I'm not discounting anybody on that by no means. But for me, I I love the storytelling and I love I love the real life aspect because I mean I haven't seen anybody write a song like "Are the Good Times Really Over for Good?" Yeah, I mean, I'm missing. And, I'm and, missing. And that, of man. all of all times for that song to be relevant, isn't 2020? It's, I know. I want to cover it bad. I ain't 2020 gonna lie. is a damn George Jones song. It I'll is. tell you what. It it's is. been it's been up and down. It's been 
a lot a lot of downs, and we're starting to come back up now. But you you think about those old old timey songs in twenty twenty definitely. There, there's a, there, there you go. Right, right. It's a 2020 song. You know, we need, we need that. <laughs> I actually did. Uh, it, it's what is it called? Oh, that's good to know. I wrote that with Casey Beathard, and it's, it's about just like taking everything that's going around right now, and then looking at it and being like, well, at least I got everything that I have, and every, as long as the world is still spinning, at least I'm still alive, and basically just being thankful for what you got. Yeah, we're yeah. crazy times. And you talk about a guy like Casey Beathard. You're you're 23 years old. You've been here for two years. Is there a moment you've been intimidated by when you walk <laughs> oh, in and you're like, "Oh shit, what am I doing in this room?" Like, yeah, uh, about every week, at least once a week, I'm like, "What in the hell do I? Why do I even write songs?" Like Casey <laughs> Beathard, man. He, he one thing I love about writing with him is that he challenges me like nobody's business, and I love that because. Some people would just like, oh no, this is the right way, and I'll be like, okay, that's like I'm following your lead. But he like he'll really break it down and tell me why and like explain it, and I'm like, oh, that's wonderful, and it helps me as a writer, and yeah. I, I live for that. I love that. Jonathan Singleton, that's another one. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. Let's let's. I, so are you are you who's your um are you connected with with Fifty Egg at all and those guys? I love the people of Fifty Egg, man. Because are because we're we're tight. Another North Carolina guy too. We're very tight with Jacob Lutz. Oh, dude, we've had Jacob. Jacob. We've he's had, a yeah. freaking beast, man. <laughs> he's so good. But the Fifty Egg people, man, they're like family. They really yeah. are. I mean, I'm not published there or anything like that, but. I can go there anytime and isn't, it cool, isn't it cool how Nashville works like that? Where like it's not like, oh, he's with one publishing house. I can't talk or be friends Absolutely. with him. But it all kind of work all kind of works together. It is, man. It's it's literally it's a big family, a big small family is what yeah. it really feels like. Yeah. It's so interconnected. How'd you first get uh, hooked up with Jonathan Singleton? Um everybody's the, everybody's got their singleton story because Singleton he's like he's like a wizard. Like he's just like <laughs> He's on another level from everybody, whether it's hooks, melodies, words, whatever. He's he just got it. So this was one of my early writes. Um, but we basically, I was shopping around publishing deals and stuff like that and taking meetings. And uh, one of the things they wanted to do was let me write with Jonathan. Uh, so it was just me and him. And I want to say Ray Fulcher, actually. And um, we wrote a song called Somewhere Someday Soon. And talk about being intimidated, walking into a room with Ray and then Jonathan, dude, I had no business being in that room, but we wrote a incredible song, and I love that song so much. I still play it live. Hell yeah, that's that's awesome, man. And uh, another guy that that honestly, I mean, it, the fact that you're you're working with those guys, I mean, that's that's a, that's a big deal because those are guys that are telling stories in their songs as well. Absolutely. I mean, they they have all these all these number one hits, but like even with with guys like Luke. When it rains, it pours is a story, you it know? Is. It's, 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 you go, you get that scratch off ticket. It, it's, it tells the a story. Luke's songs are stories, you know? Yeah, with that which verse. I think is what's so cool. Like yeah. you, you were, you were saying, you were saying for us to edit that out. I mean, I think that music kind of comes and goes in waves, you know? Yeah. And I think right now the storytelling is coming back. I love that, man. I hope so. I, I really do. I mean, I live for that. But do you know who my favorite writer in town is? Who would that be? Jesse Alexander. She is absolutely incredible. I mean, we have written so many good songs. I don't think we've written a bad song yet. I mean, she, that's somebody I would definitely give a shout out to right there because she is absolutely incredible. Oh, yeah. yeah how, how many, how are, uh, when was the first time you wrote with her? Um, shoot, it's been a while. I actually don't know. It's a, it, we've written so many times now, they all kind of fade in okay. together. But I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's awesome. And it's, it's, it's got to be cool to finally be in Nashville where everybody, 
where like music is like very much it's more appreciated and also you're not the you're not just oh camera model the guy that has the guy that writes songs and sits <laughs> in his guitar while while he's selling uh while he's selling auto parts you yeah. know <laughs> like you're to be around like contemporaries and stuff like that that's gotta be a pretty cool feeling yeah man it's real cool i will say oh yeah so aside from music what else do you like doing oh man i love to fish you're a big, I'm a big fishing fish, guy. Man. Okay. Yeah, I love. I'm, but I'm more saltwater. I guess for coming from Carolina, I get the blessing yeah. of having the ocean. So going out saltwater fishing is what I live for, man. I really do. So you went down on a trip in uh, in Florida. I did recently with some mutual buddies of ours. <laughs> Have y'all heard this story? I've heard quite a few <laughs> stories. I want to hear a story from you because I've heard Chris tell stories. I've heard whales tell stories. I want to hear you tell a story. Okay. So, well, the night that the tattoo I was telling you earlier on my wrist. So that night. That tattoo artist, it was it was probably like he like basically pulled up and we did like a drive in tattoo guy. He pulled up in a van. Sounds sketchy, but it was actually really cool. <laughs> it's Miami, man. You got, you got to do something a little sketchy in Miami, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, but he's tattooing me, and I had this bottle idea, um, like whiskey bottle idea. And while he's doing it, man, it starts hurting. And he doesn't get around to doing me until like nine o'clock and uh, nine o'clock p.m. So it was like a three hour job. Or no, it was longer than that. It was like a four-hour job, actually. And uh, he starts going over my wrist, and I'm just taking shots, trying to get this pain to go away. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was being a little bitch. I, I ain't going to yeah. lie. And uh, so I'm hammered at this point. And we're going on a fishing trip the next day. And, dude, I tell you, when we got up that next morning, I was still drunk as shit. I yeah. mean, there was, there was no coming back. And we get on this boat and head out for a deep sea. I think we were like, uh, 10 or 12 miles who, off the shore. Who, who was it that got seasick? Was it you? Oh, yeah, man. It I, was you? Well, I think everybody, just about, except for two people on the tr- on the boat, everybody was sick, man. It was it was rough. But it was fun. I mean, we were all drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was seeing, I was living vicariously through uh, Wales' Snapchats that he was that he was <laughs> yeah. sending. I was like, damn, that looks like a good time. Are you, are you a golf guy, too? Did you go out there and play? I love to play golf. I wish I was better than what I was, but well, I Wales is from South Carolina, and both both uh, in the Carolinas. Yeah, yeah. North Carolina and South Carolina are different because South Carolina has a. I mean, I know North Carolina's got some golf courses too, but like South Carolina, it seems like they they golf. Yeah, they do. So anywhere from South Carolina, you just kind of got to expect. But Wales is also a giant dude. He, is, man. he can hit a ball three hundred freaking yards <laughs> like that, like just a, just a quick little quick little swing. But uh, what was playing uh, that course like? Oh, so we got to play Doral, uh, which is Trump's golf course yeah. out in Miami. And, dude, that was probably the prettiest golf course I've ever seen. And, God, I mean, I again, I probably played freaking 30 over par this time. But, but you know what? It's it like it's like fishing. A bad day is better than a good day. I mean, you're a, you're oh, a musician absolutely. and an artist, so your work is awesome. Yeah. But they say a bad day on the golf course is better than a good day at work. Absolutely, you know? man. So it's just uh, yeah. good to be out there with your boys and For out there sure. with the crew. And was that that wasn't your first time down to Miami, was it? That actually was. Really? I've never been to Miami. So I haven't you, traveled much, man. I really haven't. What? How many states have you been to? I know you're about to hit all fifty, or yeah. at least forty something. I think I've only been to about four or five. Damn! Wow. And how many? Well, I guess I passed through them, but I hadn't. Yeah. Like, stopped. What's the lo- What's the longest road trip you've ever been on? Uh, twelve hours to New York. What'd you okay. think? What'd you think of New York when you went there? Well, I was in upstate. I have okay. not seen the city. Okay, yet, I want to so. see what. Uh, I mean, I want to hear your reaction of the city when you go up there. Because, <laughs> I think we're going to be up there in a couple months. So oh, yeah. that that'll be uh, that'll be different. It's for crazy sure. because you and I didn't realize it really or appreciate it much until I left. But like, you don't, you can't see the. There's certain parts you can't see the sky. Yeah, you, you feel claustrophobic to wow. a certain extent. It's just buildings, like just <sighs> up. Literally, like you're walking and there's just walls. <laughs> 
and yeah, that, would, that might stress me out a little bit. <laughs> but but it's cool because there is a lot of history there, and there's a lot. Definitely get some pizza. Yeah, I get hear. Some, I hear. Yeah, I have to yeah, get yeah spice pizza. up and dollar your, slice. The dollar slices. Yeah. That's all you get. Everyone talks about and bitches about how expensive New York is, which it is. That's part of the reason that all of us Yankees are coming down south because <laughs> it's it's a lot more affordable down here. But you go to like a corner and anywhere in New York, little little sketchy looking thing. You go in there, get a dollar slice of pizza. It'll change your life. So, like, just all pizza in New York is good, or you got like a recommendation? All, all of them are all of them are pretty solid. I mean, I would recommend the dollar slice ones because yeah. I, I personally like pulling on the budget. You yeah, go in there, you. and then Absolutely. and then you go into Chinatown, go into like the sketchy little basement, and then there's like you're like, where the hell am I? And then some, and that I've, I mean, I don't. Hopefully, New York will be open by the time open more by the time you go up there. But um, but yeah, don't take pictures of anybody. Yeah, don't take pictures. Yeah, legit. Was, yeah, you take you take a. You pic- sound like you had a story behind that. Yeah. Oh, I, he's he's got all kinds of stories. He's yeah. gonna write a damn memoir one day. What, yeah. What's that one you got there, Boudreaux? Uh, I was with somebody. We were a band, and we were up there, and like they were all from like South Texas, like South Carolina, like around Spartanburg, all that area and stuff like that. And so they weren't used to the city. Now I'd already been in like Philly and a bunch of other major cities, so I was used to it. But they took a picture of like one of the guys in Times Square and they got hustled out of 50 bucks real quick. Yeah. Don't oh, like you made them pay him. Like pulled a weapon. And oh, it's like, that's 50 <laughs> yeah, bucks. Dude, also if, if somebody hands you, if you're in Times Square and somebody hands you a CD, don't like take their, it. Their mixtape, which is, that's how guys like Biggie and, and like, the guys out of New York, Jay Z. That's how they first get big. Is they get their friends to stand in Times Square and just hand shit out to tourists. But they'll hand it to you and say, "Hey, man, you got you got ten bucks on you. Got five bucks." And they won't and, take it back. And then another one will come over and say, "What about me, cuz? What about me, cuz?" Oh, and man. then you get screwed up. Yeah, dude. No, you got you got to have street smarts. Dude, man. I literally <laughs> just walk around Times Square with my hands in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, like, cause, legit. Because they'll they'll just hand you stuff, dude. It's so crazy. it's kind of like Vegas then. To an extent, I've never been to Vegas. Yeah, I haven't been to Vegas I've been wanting either. to go. We were supposed to go to Vegas this year, and um, I was looking forward to that because yeah. I hear Vegas is Vegas is fun. I love to play cards. I love poker a lot. Same, but, yeah. So I, I enjoy myself when I go to Vegas. Dude, so po- so we got to get you to um, speaking of the Northeast, Atlantic City is okay. a cool spot, and then I hear gambling is coming to Nashville. I heard FanDuel is. FanDuel's FanDuel coming. Is, there, yeah. There's sport. There's the sports gambling is coming. I have a feeling with mark my words within that by 2030. I think it'll happen before then. I'm sure we have casinos here. Oh, that'd be cool. And man. you'll and you'll be able to play some cards. It could be dangerous, you know. You got <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Go hit Broadway for a night, and then hit a casino. That'd <laughs> oh, be a real yeah, dangerous. That would be a dangerous night. Check the bank account and see zeros next day for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's another thing you could do. I mean, something that's funny about going out in the Midwest, Texas and Oklahoma, they got like random little slot machines huh. and just in like, the gas stations, like in, in the gas stations, stop. yeah, because it's because it's on Indian reservation land or native land, so they can gamble there. Gotcha. So all the gas stations. Well, and I'm from like walls. South Alabama, and that's how our town's still on the map is because we've got a casino with a 17 story resort hotel on oh, it, wow. but it's on Indian land and like the Alabama government like hates that it's there, <laughs> but because it's federal land, they can't they do can't anything do about it. Uh, <laughs> that's funny, man. Oh yeah, dude. So talk about, um, talk about the voice a little bit. What was, what was that experience like for you? Was that out in L- was that out in LA? Was that it New was York? in LA? Um, which was, that was my first time over to the West coast at all. And, uh, that was a different, that was a different animal, man. Um, it was crazy. I was, the very first song I was supposed to sing on the show was um, A Guy Walks Into a Bar, Tyler Farr. Damn. And uh, yeah. it ended up randomly, for some reason, getting switched like two days before my blind audition. And they changed everything around and everything like that. And I ended up doing a Luke Combs song. Um, and then 
which was crazy because after that show aired, Luke Holmes actually FaceTimed me and with uh, Rob Wilford, who is his guitar player. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And we, now we, and, we know we know Rowdy Rob. Yeah, yeah. man, oh, Rob's yeah. freaking awesome. Yes, and yeah. I I give Rob a lot of credit because without him, I probably wouldn't even be in town. I mean, he gave me so many pointers when I came in. Um, and just, we just have been buddies ever are, since. Are you guys from like a similar area in North Carolina? Yeah, so he's from Gastonia, which is probably about an hour away from me. He's like 30 minutes south of, uh, Charlotte okay, and yeah. I'm like 30, 45 minutes north. So how'd you guys, so what, what were kind of, what were some, cause he's a guy that's a, a big time writer in town. Yeah. Um, and obviously being, being a part of one of the biggest crews in, in, all of music, of course, country music too. Um, what's um, what were some words of advice that he gave you? Uh, one thing that's always stuck with me is he's always been song first, best song always wins, and never settle for a half-ass written song. Always fight for that song, and that's just kind of been my outlook going into every write. It's just I'm never going to settle on a line. I want to make sure that that line's right. So anytime that we write together, it's it's a longer write, but it's always it's always a great write. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, that's some great advice yeah, too. Yeah, and it's important to have like a back homeboy that's already here. That's kind of that's how I ended up down here. I had some buddies that were writers up in Jersey, and they they used to call me up like once every couple weeks and say, "Hey man, get your ass down here. Hey man, come on down. Hey man, I got a couch you can crash on. Come on down, yeah, man." And um, having that extra, having um, having Rob kind of kind of mentor you a little bit. Who are some other guys that you would say, you would say have kind of like mentored you? Because you're you're young doing this, yeah, like, man. At 23 to be doing what you're doing, that's 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 quite a bit. I honestly, my biggest mentors are over at 50 Egg. I mean, they really are. They're like my therapist. They're my. <laughs> I mean, I can go in there with any problems, and they always can cheer me up, and they always got my back no matter what. So I love those people over there, Tally and Joey, and obviously Jonathan. <laughs> so I, yeah, man, I I think they're probably my family crew. Hell yeah, no, dude. That it's and it's it's important to have that, you know. For me, I was working in the bar circuit, so that was my family. It ended yeah. up leading to a lot of rowdy times <laughs> late out late downtown and stuff. Um, what um what kind of advice would you give to somebody coming in? Kind of how you came in at at twenty one, I guess it was when you moved here, right? Yeah. So yeah. what what advice would you offer to a young buck coming in from? small town USA to write some songs. I really, I, I think I'm going to just repeat Rob's advice. I mean, songs always <laughs> yeah. come first, right? Writing your songs. I mean, the song, the best song's always going to win no matter what. I mean, it really is. Oh, yeah, dude. No, well, man, we, um, we really appreciate you dude, taking absolutely. some time out. Um, do you, are you, do you think you'd be able to do the song? If not, it's totally cool. We'll I can give time. it a shot, man. I can give it a shot. I'm, my fingers are a little wrapped up, but I might be able to finger pick a little bit. <laughs> yeah. If, if you want, if you want to great. Um, if not totally, totally understand where can people find you on the socials and stuff? Oh, so, uh, Instagram is Cameron Marlowe music, uh, Twitter, Cameron Marlowe and yeah, Facebook Cameron Marlowe as well. One more thing I forgot. We haven't done this in a minute, Boudreaux. Are you big on Twitter? No, I'm you're terrible. Not. Okay. Oh. I wish I was good at it. Okay, because something we like to do is Tyler has had a couple accounts. Some that like, he deletes them every now and then because it gets a little crazy. He has some Twitter trolls where he'll he'll get on Twitter and stuff. So he likes to sometimes read tweets and stuff I for people. You. So yeah, but um, but anyway, um, Cameron, man, absolute um, absolute pleasure and yeah, blast man. having you here. Thank and, you uh, so much. Good luck with getting the um, getting the wrist. What'd you say it was the? What they say it was in the wrist. Uh, scaffold, scaffold, the scaffold, somewhere, somewhere in the wrist. I don't know. It's got a pin in it, sir. But uh, good luck with getting that all repaired, thanks. guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the In the Round podcast. Boudreaux, another one in the books, brother. Yeah, man, it's been a great one. Thank you for coming on.
Dude, absolutely. Yeah. Thank y'all. Hell yeah. You guys can find us in the round podcast on Instagram, in the round pod on Twitter, in the round on Facebook. And a uh, big shout out to our buddy Whale Tail, um, our buddy Whale's Tony over at Whale Tail Media. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Now, without further ado, here's a song from my buddy Cameron Marlowe. In my jacket pocket, slung over the shotgun seat in my truck, just waiting on the right time. State of mind and hell, I found tonight we're gonna burn them all. Got a time car saying 50 hours running, all my buddies at the bar, so come on down. There's a couple brand new 20s in a wild boys I got Tonight we're gonna burn them all Pour the gas, light the match, set the night on fire Set the blaze, let the flames get higher Every cigarette, every dollar, every problem you got on you From a town this small Shooting star kids, waiting on our lips. Tonight we're 